0: Larry Holt, Part Two. Meow. All right, we're gonna start in five, four, three, two. All right, we keep dancing around. So I want to go back a couple steps. Uh, Okay, so you you uh, you were a part-time, short-term Lola racing mechanic. Hmm. Then you go motocrossing. I'm assuming now the engineering bug, the car bug. These are all kind of all these things are biting you at once. So you go to university. Then you get this specialized education, not degree, in in this computerized uh, structural integrity thing that, that you're working on. Yep. And you don't get a degree, and you've hinted it that you might have gotten in some trouble. So, tell tell us about why you didn't have a degree for some time.
1: So I go to Ryerson.
0: I get there, and
1: man, it was just just a treat like we had uh, first year we had some machine shops hand right. we had a lot of drafting which i right and out. you had edgerton's and then we had well there's two pubs because okay, this sorry. the pub's going to play a role and that's going to cause some okay. confusion because oh, that's okay. not the pub that i Forget was taken Edgerton. into by the cops don't care about them there, no edgerton's okay. was edgerton's and okay. then there was something called the filling station oh filling station The all filling right. station. There's two, the two station. pubs okay and so um i have a great time and I have a great time and, and and we go first, second year was a treat. And third year, I got connected up with some people who are uh, going to say bad people, but they're not bad people. So every, if you've been to university, every, every course, every uh, part, you know, engineering and you know, whatever other, you know, we had nursing, we had, you know, <laughs> there's the old stereotype engineers and nurses and. And you got architecture and, and every one of those had something called a course union that where, where you, you know, you were represented by the total course union. So if you had a grievance with the university or you wanted to do something or you wanted to build a new thing or the, the students had a say. And so there was one for mechanical engineering. There was a course, course union for mechanical engineering. And, and uh, I got hooked up with those guys. But they were... They were the official front you know, that was the forward facing connection with the university was was the course union, was the mechanical engineering course unit. Behind the scenes they had a sur- an under the ground um, sort of uh, special unit called Mech Force Ten.
0: Of course the engineers came up with a name called Mech Force Ten. Mech Force Ten. Mech Force Ten is the underground union yes. of students. It's like the What color of the jackets. Cin- the cin- yeah. yeah. It was, it was cool. McForce Timmons kid. You just called the of uh, of 20-year-old <laughs> student unions? Yeah, uh-huh. we were. Okay, yeah, yeah. We same were. thing, same cause. No, different cause. Different right. cause. Same, 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 approach. Same, same approach. Same approach. Yeah. Okay.
1: Um, we had a cannon. We <laughs> you did have a cannon. VI. Yeah, we had a cannon. Mechforce 10. Mechforce 10 had a cannon. Mechforce oh, 10 had a jackets. Yeah.
2: like there had to be badass jackets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we
1: had we had um, we had gre- uh, what do we have? Who Greer are your rivals? rivals? Somebody stole my jacket. <laughs> I, am. I, um, uh, you know, I stopped buying jackets because you know i went through so many universities it's getting expensive yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, yeah fair. So. all right so
0: you're not part of this forward field, you're no no the no un- i was oh, you're, okay you're part of mech
1: 10. i became part of mech force 10 yeah. in in uh, in when i was in second year <laughs> the underground engineering yes. student union yeah okay yeah, yeah. and that and the, and the union uh-huh. um were the official union had their own office which and the engineering wing of the university is part of the old school it was and and it was um, part of the, the um, sort of where the headquarters part was where anyway there was a there was an old vault a walk-in vault. That was it was part of that that, and we had that as an office.
0: It was so cool. I, yeah. I don't. I know I'm going to derail, and I don't mean to. Yeah, but, just do but, it. <laughs> uh So I understand the purpose, of, an actual purpose of a student union, like to advocate for certain things students yes. should have, yes. or the courses yes. need to be changed this way. What does an underground student union serve that a regular student union would?
1: No, well, it's an attachment.
0: Like I said, it's, uh-huh. it's a subsection. But and, doing and what?
1: We we used to cause a load of. <laughs> like, we're, okay. Right, so, so, well, they had, they used to have, so, we used to have competition, competitions between, competitions between the universities on uh, things like, we used to, the cannon wasn't, we, every mechanical engineering uh, school around Ontario had a cannon. We used to have cannon shoots. It was just about the noise, not what come out of it. We okay. didn't shoot things out of it. And ours was pretty, pretty polytechnic-like. It was just a chunk of blue gun metal machined and with a, barrel and it was like rough looking and we kept it in a black samsonite briefcase ah, like the blues brothers i see and of course u of t university of toronto just down the road proper school it, it used to bring their cannon over with a you know it's a wooden base brass brass cannon guard three guys with black masks on with a chain around him it was all a little bit like please sir can i have another you know the, the, the first scenes of animal, animal house, house yeah, 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 yeah like
0: that i see it's okay. a bit like that
1: we were we were the Delta Chi of, yeah. of, of, okay. of Animal House. So if you if so you were
0: born before 1985, this all makes all sense. Lost. It's all <laughs> no If you're like if you born after 85, so there's a movie called The Animal House, which is about fraternity life, and Delta Chi. Delta Chi was the Animal right. House. Was John Belushi the, the less conventional one? John, yeah. Yes, less yeah. conventional. Yes. yes. Which one were you in? It the came downstairs? out by the way. Were you D-Day? Just Day? this
1: is just a, this is just yeah, it was D Day. I was D Day
0: i was born before 85 <laughs> yeah i know yeah.
1: Go on. um so the in night in the third when i was in second year this really was the underlying aspect of it it was april fool's pranks and so we took a volkswagen beetle and took the motor and everything out of it and we carried it up three sets of stairs uh in 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 the school the up mo- to the, the top uh, without the motor, okay, just yeah, just yeah, a beetle yeah, yeah. Yeah, with, the mech for, with mech force ten written on the side of, of it, and we chained it to the handrail on the top floor and <laughs> buggered off, and it and, and it made the school paper. Nice, nice. No, this is not nice. This is this is like lame yeah. <laughs> but is this an then, annual tradition that like the, yes. the
0: underground student unions yeah. all do in april full like are you competing yes. with other student yeah. unions? yeah they did some some of the other guys did stuff okay and i'll
1: get to that in a minute because they did something that really really because like stages. the art so,
0: history nerds are doing something over here and you i don't know
1: if the art history guys did but architecture sure. well, uh, civil okay you know so those guys, all the
0: engineering yeah there was there was the, stuff going on the left brain group so we did
1: that and and it it got a bit of press and it got a lot of press when they used the torch to try and cut it apart to get it out of there and it went on fire and, and it was <laughs> yeah deal. but yeah, yeah. this yeah. yes okay. this is totally don't don't get excited about that that's like length. okay sorry following year we got to go better than that yeah. so, so now you're a third it, year i'm in the third year and okay. i'm right in there now and, 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 and i just helped carry that yeah now you're like now mech force 10 is 10 10. Ten of us. There's ten people in 10 This is really very good, and and um, so we that it's an old school school in that it's got a quadrangle, you know, like like old three stories all the way around, right downtown Toronto. That that block of Toronto must be worth gazillions. And grassy, you know, and the students used to sit out there. And in the middle of it, or at one end in the middle of it, there was the facade or the front of the old school that had been there. And they knocked the whole school down, built all this new building, and there's this three-story-high facade. It's got windows and glass, but you just walk through it. It's just just this very it's a tall sort of thing. A wall, sure, yeah. Marco, he's the leader. He says, "Let's put a Volkswagen on top of there." Nice. And yeah. so, how are we going to do that? And so we did it we we built a crane we, <laughs> we, we're, we're we fabricated a crane yeah use a little fine element. no we didn't use fine elements, anyway so we, we built this crane and it was it's very cool single single boom but with with a center with cables tension cables to pull a thing and and a, a, a base like a, a swivel base and we took this we anyway so on the night on on the on the, on the april 1st eve um, ten of us broke into the quadrangle uh, and um with a snowmobile trailer. With a crane. And a Volkswagen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with no engine and no wheels, but but a Volkswagen shell. Yeah. Right. With a with a pull hook on a toe with a right. lift hook on the top of it. And um we 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 took a piece of fishing wire with a nut and we threw it up over top of the over top of the facade and we hauled up a rope and then a pulley and then we we pulled up my my buddy angus smith i can use his name he actually runs the ford gt plant down here <laughs> shout out yeah yeah he wouldn't have got a job if it weren't for me cause we're, no, I'm not, that's completely absolutely not he is absolutely the best that guy is a great engineer um uh, but he was little, so we we, <laughs> haul, we haul Now the truth out, comes out. And yeah, he's yeah, a yeah. skydiver. He's got like seven or eight thousand jumps, so yeah. he's fearless he's and not little. Of and he's so tiny. you're going up. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So we haul him up there. We get him up on top of there, and um, we get him up on top of there, and and then he hauls up all the pieces of the crane and builds up the crane. Actually, we got two guys up there. We got the crane built. And it it all went together. And then swing it around, and on the backside of the crane, on the the backside, we had six uh, nylon ropes. So we're going to humanly counterweight the the car. We got the cable down, hooked it on, and just had a boat winch on (laughs) it. I'm I'm guessing Ryerson doesn't
0: have much of security.
1: Well, they can't. Okay. (laughs) And we were about six feet off, five feet off the top. Okay. How tall is this thing? It's like three stories, okay. two, two and a that's, half. That's stories.
0: a reasonable height. Yeah, that's um, a
1: real problem. And yeah. so we we crank we we cranked that we crank that all the way all the way up there and and um and and he stopped us and I they let Scared it down. You. I said, yeah. well, I, you know, boat winch. You're not gonna if you if you pull that back and let that pole it's gonna go, go it's going
3: <laughs> crash. And
1: so we said, no, that's dangerous. We can't we, we, can't, we can't. we can't. We can't do that. We gotta go that, up. That would yeah. be dangerous. The only way is to finish this off. He goes. I'm got to I'm to phone the police. So, uh, okay. So Sir, off I'm he, 21. Off, I know safety. He, he, anyway. So off he goes to phone the police. He okay. goes to phone, the, phone the police. And uh, we get this thing. All right. So up dropping on an and, yeah. and we throw the crane to the ground. Like we, we had this plan of saving the crane, and and <laughs> you crane. know for the next time. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. right, right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyway. So uh, throw the crane down. And sure enough, then all the boys, all the all the boys show up in their yellow. Car. In those days, the cop cars were all yellow in Toronto, and they all were like, oh, I've got to be six six cop cars, blah blah blah, and 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 there's ten of them. And we just we run out out there
0: <laughs> like little eight-year-olds. Like, yeah, 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 like we
1: run like little kids out yeah. there, and and we run down to the up to the north end of the of the quadrangle and the gates, the iron gates are closed. And we went over there like Marines like just, <laughs> and they're all pointy on the top. Yeah. And to keep people out. And we got over them. Like, I don't even remember going over them, but we just, we got over them and some of the cops pulled out knowing we were going up to the next street and uh, I Gerard and we ran across Gerard and we went in behind the student uh, housing, uh, Neil Wysak and we all climbed in the garbage containers <laughs> and we stayed in them for like three hours in the garbage containers.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: And the cops dispersed, and then we all went our ways. I said, "Come on, Angus." He lived down in the West End. I said, "Angus, come on, um, you can stay at my place." And he he'd never met um, my girlfriend at the time, and and um, we get to the door and open the door. It's like six in the morning, and I said, "I'll be gone in an hour," and she goes, "Where the." F- and Angus <laughs> goes, it's okay, I can go I can go sleep on the couch in the in the any f- bugger's office. Yeah. <laughs> he ain't going in there. <laughs> and so and so and the next day there it is. And, like and the, the Volkswagen up on the thing. And the next day, it's on the front page of every newspaper in Toronto. And the next week, it was in Maclean's, which is our Times, our Time magazine. Yeah. we have Maclean's up here. It's in there. Yeah. And Brian Siegel, who runs, is the boss of the of the university.
2: God, uh, our
1: engineering students are the most innovative, in world. he just ate it. <laughs> oh, well, uh, that's good. Just did, uh, that? Wait, wait. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we got another twelve months to go. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was on all. It's all the papers and. And it was just a huge deal, like a big deal in everybody. And then on the Monday after, I think it was, we all show up at school and there's a building built over it. And architecture had just come from off campus. They'd been two miles away or something. They just got a new building and they were back on the campus. And they got up there and built it because they were architecture, built a building and written on the side of it, architecture is back. Oh. I gotta give him. I gotta hand it to him for one upping him. Yeah, they uh, they won upped us yeah. for a few. Wait, so I
0: see two things just happened. One, you've just been one upped. Yeah. So now there's a competitive streak. <laughs> but two, and you can tell me I'm wrong because I, I truly don't know where the story is going. Uh, the guy in charge of the school, Bryant Siegel. Bryant yeah. Siegel yeah. yeah. kind of just endorsed your behavior. A little I don't know bit, if might have encouraged he, the bad behavior.
1: Yeah, I'm not. I, you're not. I can't. I could wait till the end, but I'm never going to say Brian Siegel – reinforce the you know that we should do something
2: worse
0: no not no but now you've got it maybe a false yeah. sense of confidence like oh they're cool oh it'll be they're all right good with they
1: were this, very yeah. cool with that yeah we right. talk about the innovation of the sure. anyway they had to get a they had to get a big like industrial crane in and get it off <laughs> there and,
2: which is a which and, is like a yeah yeah, yeah. And the
1: security kind of, guys i know for a fact got just a big because we're in a secure area right, right. It yeah, should yeah, be yeah. Possible. this should not have been able shouldn't to happen, happen. Yeah, yeah. shouldn't happen <laughs> yeah okay roll on end of the year Comes the school year that year, third end of third year, and and they have this thing called the Smoker. Uh, I won't tell you all the things that go on at it, the engineering Smoker, and it's at Edgerton's, and uh, you guys, you know, you're gonna have to go there now. Um, yeah. And so we, uh, they vote in the next president, and, and they voted me in as the next president. Oh. So of mec Ten
0: of no no, no of, of, the, the, of the union. union. Of the, yeah. I got the office uh, okay. and the. and Willie
1: Harney my buddy he he, he got he became the president of the student chapter of the SAE Society of Automotive Engineers and um, and I was the I became the president of the course union uh, course union that's a real job and and so yeah and and we we had a budget and we had thing and I had a treasurer and you know we did a we had a huge dance I remember in September we put on a, a a joint dance between engineering and mechanical engineering and nursing it was huge and and um and it and, um we used and we used to do some like stuff like well that we called that the cruise missile remember cruise missiles were a big thing and cruise missiles were being um well they are a big thing but they were testing them in the Mackenzie valley here uh-huh. the u.s was testing their cruise missiles in canada up the and it was just super controversial like yeah and that we had student Uprising, you know, with oh, placards yeah, the and everybody. Oh, ah, yeah, the yeah. Americans should be testing their yeah, weapons, and I don't disagree. I think Americans test their. You got your own places. You got the Grand Canyon you for. You got the Ukraine. Well, you got the Ukraine now. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, but yeah, why you were yeah. testing them in Canada, I do not know. And I, you know, wasn't really. Well, politi- back, I wasn't politically uh, <laughs> active at that time, but I was opportunistic. So we had a. <laughs> we, we, <laughs> And we had this thing called the cruise missile dance, (laughs) and 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 the the punchline was, come and get blasted before you get annihilated. Nice, (laughs) nice, yeah. And, And we had like a thousand people that just made us so our we i think we got eight we had eight hundred dollars when we took over the course union and somewhere towards the end of the year we had like 15 grand and <laughs> on your dances and, and on dances and now we did we had fundraising yeah, and then yeah. you know midday when we didn't have a course we would get mother oh that was the name of the cannon mother with a u when <coughs> and, and, and we take the samsonite briefcase and run into the, this is all on the, you know we should only have them in these official cannon shoots we'd run out into the quadrant and light her up like we'd pack her up in the thing light her up boom (laughs) and then we'd run back into and lock the door on the vault and the security would all be banging on the door and they'd be come out here I'm sorry we can't hear you (laughs) (laughs) I'm very like totally immature we should not be behaving like that we had a full wet bar in there. It was uh, it was proper. Yeah, proper. <laughs> yeah, okay. And, yeah. and so then uh, comes time. Yes. Yeah, so now it's springtime, April first. What are we going to do? Okay. Larry says, "Well, we're going to the quadrangles. Uh, that the, the where we put it the year before is only really about the same height as the rest of the buildings around it there. Um, but the the business building on campus was twelve stories, and on top of it, it had a three story uh, billboard frame." Billboard hoarding frame with no billboard on it. Look really dangerous. <laughs> I said, We're gonna put it up there. The Volkswagen. We're gonna put a Volkswagen up there. How the hell are we gonna get a yeah. Volkswagen up there? I said, We're gonna section it. So we're we're gonna uh-huh. and and we're gonna section this Volkswagen. And so the fenders on a Volkswagen. Like, learning the software, guys. The, <laughs> the, the, the the Fenders on a Volkswagen. You know, they just you take them off they just they just come off they're they're almost separate pieces the doors are separate pieces and the hood is separate you know the engine cover so you can don't need this. bumpers yeah don't need a floor pan can make a steel floor pan just a steel tube frame very light thing to put it to and then the big one was cut it right down the middle and and then put plates you know, so drill, put, put put plates in, pre-drill holes on this side, pre-drill yeah. here, rivet it on this side, but have this so you can align it, and then with like five guys with pot riveters, and, and then we carry all this stuff up there, and and we got up there a few times, figured it, measured it, so that the frame that we're building <laughs> under it fit <laughs> right on the right on this it's billboard. So weird board. That you ended up in a dirt and, and, and you could chain chain <laughs> chain this thing to the top of this, and so and we did it. We 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 on uh, April March thirty first. Yeah, we went in there and we 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 had we got ourselves a bunch of you know detailed minutiae. You don't need how do we get the key to override the elevator and how do we do this and how and how do we get the door to stay open because yeah. we used. The super glue and the key lock. And when the guy closed it, he never checked it. And the door just opened, and we
0: got up there (laughs) and we put it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Oceans 11, except it's Toronto Engineering. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Ontario. And we had a, and we had a, we,
1: we had a, like 10 of us again. Ontario 10. No alcohol before the mission, right? Which is hard for us. Not even like a (laughs) warm up. Nothing. I got to get tight. No. No. (laughs) No no drinking before the mission. And so, um, And anyway, so we did it. We got it up there, got it up there about ten thirty, eleven o'clock. And we went to went to the pub, to, to the filling station, not Edgerton's. It was Understood. closed. OK. And, you know, <laughs> we're in there and about 11 or so, 11 o'clock or so, um, the guys from night school um, uh, come in and, um, you know, we we're taking a course a second time and said, hey, you know, the security guards are up on top of the building taking your Volkswagen now. I go, no, can't be. There's no way they would be allowed to do that. That would be. That's dangerous, reckless, and there's no way. They'd have to fill out a million forms, and, yeah. but you know what? They didn't care. They were so embarrassed a few times before that <laughs> they went up there. Yeah. In their polyester blue jackets and ties, three of them went up there, and they, they took it back apart and threw all the pieces down onto the ground. Oh, jeez.
0: Or were in the process of yeah. trying to do that. Yeah. Let's say in the process, I'm thinking this is going somewhere. So... Okay. We, okay. Back to the pub.
1: Uh, hang on. I said. I went and phoned the security desk. I said, if you continue, this this could have been a mistake. Um, if you continue to uh, to take that to take that down, um, we will retaliate.
0: This is deep through. I'm 20. I mean, I'm 40.
3: This so then I came into the pub <laughs> and um,
1: at this point, alcohol was being consumed. The alcohol had been consumed for yeah. a considerable amount. Well, you had a rule. Yeah. You no, know, no, yeah. after yeah, we were drinking. And then, the mission yeah. was complete. And, 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 then, got... and then they came in. We were three, two, three beers in by yeah, the time yeah, yeah. the guys now came they... in and said they're taking it down. And now every, I get back in there and they're like, like yeah. it's out of control. Yeah. And not completely out of control, but it could have been. And then, you know, <laughs> what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And, and 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 i just i and you can ask anybody who was there i i made i made the speech from animal house when they were getting thrown out of they when they got all expelled yeah, 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 yeah. about you know you know did 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 the americans <laughs> give up when the germans bombed pearl harbor <laughs> yeah. germans i forget it he's rolling <laughs> no <laughs> what this what this calls for is a truly futile act <laughs> And Willie Harney, my good friend Willie Harney, he says, you know, he says I got this expanding foam. Oh, no, <laughs> even then, and, uh, yeah, he says I got this expanding foam. I I, I didn't know nothing about it, and uh, he says, yeah, it's it's amazing. He says you mix it two parts, and it and he says it expands fifteen hundred percent, like fifteen hundred percent. Whoa and and I said how much you got he says 15 gallons <laughs> uh-huh. uh, and he says actually I I can't use it cuz I got it's the wrong stuff I I wanted the stuff that goes like that and it goes hard so they can carve it and it, co- it goes like this and it makes like cushion foam and i said wow and, and and everybody thought the same thing at the same time you know we we could um mix that up and 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 the security desk was was on the first floor in the business in the in the in the uh, library building and we could like throw it over the counter. Cause we did say we were going to retaliate. Yeah. We're, yeah. <laughs> we're liquor yeah. and we got to say to our own. Yeah. So. Yeah. so, so, um, uh, uh, so yeah, we're going to throw it behind the um, <laughs> throw it behind the, 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 the security desk and see this, you know, it's all going to foam up I and mean, it's going to catch the, the security guards in it. Like, you know like raisins in a in a muffin or something yeah 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 we were yeah. drinking yeah, yeah like
0: ants suffocating in a sink yeah, yeah so off we go
1: first stop um welding we're on it now go in the welding shop and we get four welding masks and we take the we take the glass out of the light. so, so got, you have disguise we got disguises yeah. <laughs> so we look through the slit in the welding mask right get rid of the dark glass and just look through the slit and we go to the student shop where we're building all these cars Formula C and the uh, thing and and um, we here's the stuff there, there's there's 20 liter five gallon pails right and so we we take one part of that one two parts of that one and we start mixing it and we have got a stopwatch it's, it's highly because we want to know the yeah the you want to get yeah. the math highly scientific you yeah. to yeah. get yeah. the math right yeah and it goes it goes like it's got less than that much in, the, yeah, in there yeah it's like and a little shot and it goes <laughs> <laughs> in about three minutes and everybody's looking at it going oh yeah <laughs> right yeah this Not, is- nobody's thinking how could this go bad no no, right. no nobody's yeah, like, thinking if this that, little yeah. bit created this much yeah
0: holy uh, shit, if we get the whole you, gallon you, in you there, could right? actually
1: fill the security office yeah.
0: with it. Yeah. yeah 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 yeah
1: and they did pull our car down and nobody ever saw it
0: okay yeah yeah so so you got justified right? yeah absolutely You, you, call, called you it. so it. off we go 10
1: of us Ten of us, nobody back down. We go up, thing, cross, cross through the nurse. We go thing, and we go to the second floor above the security desk in the library building. We go in a bathroom. Along the way, we get this, that. We got a couple of big wooden sticks. We got an electric drill with a, yeah. with a mixer head. I mean, we're yeah. we're all in it, all all for, <laughs> all organized. And we get in this bathroom. <laughs> One day, they'll and make we, seats out of this. We'll p- pop this open. And, hey, that's a funny thing you should say because Magna had a had – a, and I worked in the, in the building where they were making foam seats like a few years later. <laughs> like it's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not good. Right? And, and we take the lids off and, and put, you know, put it in. And, and it's those plastic – and it's going – yeah and the air's caught in in the top and it's just going in really slow (laughs) like really slow and like three minutes go by and it's like wow we haven't got four gallons in there and it sure ain't at two to one it's at whatever speed and it starts coming up this garbage container and, and it's and everybody's going, "Whoa, whoa!" My eyes are watering. It, man, it's hot. Like it, so, it's, we've established this what they call an exothermic reaction, and it's thrown off quite a bit of something nasty. Yeah. And yeah. and this exothermic poison mustard gas. Yeah. So it's an exothermic reaction, and we had we had um, uh, you know we had chosen the wrong time of guy. We got a plastic garbage container. It should have been a metal garbage can. Okay, hey, we got a plastic one, so it's all getting a bit wonky. Uh, at w- which point you'd go, "We could get, we could go now. Like we could just get out of here." Yeah. And 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 the, and then the next morning they go, "What the hell happened in here?" Yeah, right. Um, but we didn't. Right, because you, you you had to succeed with the plot. No, yeah, that'd yeah. be like you know. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like getting on the beach, you know, on D Day and then go, nah, that's what we gotta get out it's of here. Exactly this the lo- same. This is yeah, looking exactly bad. The same. <laughs> this is not yeah. looking good. So um five six of the guys they went down the hallway yeah. and that thing and then four of us put on our weld mask and I carried it out with a guy named Ray Reese and got to the top <laughs> of the escalator um and <laughs> slit the sh coming over the top of the thing and I slip <laughs> and fall on my ass and, and uh and that but Willie grabs the other side and they go down the they go down there, at which point I should have, but I'm the leader. But, I mean, I, they were at the bottom by the time I got up, and I should have gone that way, but I didn't. I went down, and as I'm going down, I go, oh, man, this everywhere. <laughs> and it's, like, it's like down I, the escalator? I, I, yeah, yeah, I get to the bottom of the escalator, and I turn just in time to see the boys chuck it over the – <laughs> Oh, and you're on the wrong end. They, yeah. they chuck it over the – Yeah. And, and then yeah, the, and then another bad coincidence at so Whatever time it was, midnight exactly or yeah. whatever. Um, it was shift change, so the four oh, guys on God. and the four guys off yeah. or whatever it was, yeah. they all come out of there like 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 hornets out of and <laughs> they just hit a hornet's nest with a hockey stick, yeah, and they all come out of there. And the boys are like well ahead of me, and they go up the stairs and out through the the crash doors and down Victoria Street, and they were kind of gone, and I went through. You know, I went through a lower one, and a guy got me. I turned around and knocked him down. That wasn't really smart either. But, and then I got, but I was just at that point. Well, yeah, so I start running, the- and those guys went that way on Gould Street, and I just keep, you know, racing down Victoria towards Dundas, and my helmet comes off, and and they got me because I was the slow guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I used to be like 30 pounds heavier, and I, I, I would still be the slow guy compared to those three. Right. I was the but slow you're guy. In all this, yeah. They hauled my ass down, and. And put a bit of a little bit of a licking on me, and and then and then and saying, ah, we got you now, you know. Embarrassed us for you know a couple of years. Now you're dragged me back uh, to the security desk, put me in the ba- in the toilet in the bathroom, the uh, washroom right beside the security desk. So <laughs> I'm in there and looking at the T-bar. Maybe I could get like up get through there. Get to the ceiling? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gave it a little look, but it's all full of pipes and stuff yeah. and foam. I was in there about. I wouldn't have been in there fifteen twenty minutes. Door comes crashing open, with three firefighters in full respiratory gear, <laughs> with ox with bottles on yeah. their back. Yeah. One of you know holding axes. One of the guys. The guys number one got the number one on his thing. Yeah. He rips off his mask. He goes, "What the hell is that?" I went. He says, "What is that? That that stuff?" I go, "I don't know." <laughs> like, but I honestly didn't know yeah Yeah. i mean i don't even know if willie knew (laughs) like i didn't know what it was yeah and um and he goes it's toxic it's toxic my guys are 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 having trouble with it and i go i i don't know if if it if it is i (laughs) i i I really i really didn't know
3: so they go "Ah, i'll go out
1: yeah they were really uptight. Like super wound <laughs> up. firefighters? Yeah. Oh, they were yeah, super wound up. wear yeah. respiratory. Super wound up. It's some chemical that they don't know. I mean, they got to think the worst. Yeah. I don't know why they're so uptight about this. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: anyway, uh, 20 minutes later, two of Toronto's finest come in, 52 division. Come in and go, uh, so where are your buddies? Who? Who are the guys? The guys you were with, where are they? I uh, I don't know who are they I I don't know, I don't know, there's some guys, <laughs> I said uh, okay hang on turn around yeah oh puts in the cuffs ooh, out uh, we go uh, down to the filling station.
0: In the filling station. Oh, they They took you to the pub. They take you. You didn't volunteer this. They take you down, like, they've all got to be hanging out there. Yeah, yeah.
1: So we walk in the filling station, you know. Hey, Larry! The guy's (laughs) guys. in. Not my guys, other guys. Larry, Larry. I got two cops with me handcuffed. And the boy, you know, got people in there going, hey, Larry, how you doing? Yeah. Everybody's drunk. They all think that whatever's going on is a laugh. Yeah. But they weren't in there. Like, I didn't lie to the cops. Yeah. It's the only thing I didn't do bad that night. I said, I... We didn't write your friends out, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I never did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole way. And it got rough. And anyway, so... They take me... <laughs> back, back when from.
0: cops could beat a guy and not
1: get in trouble. <laughs> they're not gonna beat me for foam. <laughs> like that's, I mean, they're not... They just... Yeah, they wouldn't beat me up for that. I want uh, Canadian aid. privilege. Yeah. And yeah. so, yeah, um, yeah, yeah <laughs> maybe... <laughs> you're yeah, yeah see, in bro. your land, and you're <laughs> south <laughs> of the border, maybe yeah, you would've made it. You wouldn't have made it. Anyway, so... I got taken down to 52nd Division and I got chained to a chair with my welding helmet beside me. And by this point, the stuff's going off. Like it's, it's, and, and my, I've fallen in on my jeans. All right. And it's, it's, it's going off and it's, it's bonding itself to my ass. <laughs> <laughs> my Levi's are becoming part of me. And, and, and that was uncomfortable. And, 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 and so then I got a, I, you know, I got a, some, a guy, you know, in a suit comes out. I guess he's an investigative guy, and he, he quizzes me. He goes, who are your buddies? What are you doing? I said it was an April Fool's prank, and and I really don't know what it is. And this, and we knew it expanded. And and and, and who are your friends? And I go, well, I don't really know any of them very well. It was all kind of a blur, and, and so I never, I never. Says, okay, you, it's it's a it's we're gonna charge you with um mischief to public uh, property, and that's a criminal offense. So you got to go up to. um got to go up to headquarters and get fingerprinted and numbered so okay off we go we go up to up to up to the up to the headquarters and get the fingers and the thing and the pictures and get taken back to 52nd division got put in a cell holding cell the trip up and back was cool because i was with a bunch of guys in there and they were <laughs> you know they were all in there going so what are you uh, like in a paddy wagon yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the back of a paddy wagon
0: <laughs> what are you doing ah
1: oh, he says i beat the hell i got drunk in the bar and i kicked the out of two guys and the thing and then broke their nose and what are you doing oh, i was dealing some drugs how about you yeah, mischief. <laughs> yeah, I'm being busted for mischief. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You guys know what a two part poem is? So Um and then I got back and they've kicked me out of there. They give me McDonald's breakfast and they kicked me out at about eight in the morning and I, I walked happen in the US. Yeah, same girl. Same girl. Uh same apartment. Oh, yeah. who was expecting you to be an hour? Yeah. 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 And this time too. But I had phoned. You get one phone call and, and I didn't know any lawyers. So I said, Hey, and her brother-in-law or her sister's boyfriend was in law. Yeah, <laughs> at at university. Yeah, closest I, I have. Yeah, that'll yeah, work. He's like and so yeah, yeah, student. He, do the same he thing. had nothing for me. Yeah, <laughs> and, and and so I got home, and then we had to cut cut the jeans off me with a with a Stanley <laughs> knife blade, and, and, uh, and we went in the next morning, and you know. And, and, Willie I gotta hand it to him he says come on let's go see uh let's go see McDonald who's the the dean of engineering and we went in his office to explain ourselves I don't know what we were thinking Willie had a plan Willie always has a plan he had a plan and I didn't I don't know what (laughs) what am I gonna say and um he just said get out of here I don't want to know just get out of my office I don't want to know and I got expelled uh, oh, you did get, get wow. expelled. Yeah. yeah, that's the story. Yeah. yeah. I got expelled because everybody knew who I was. I got expelled. The yeah. president of the student union. Yeah. Yeah. Who, t- two weeks before the end of regular classes in my fourth year, which was my fifth year of, of school. Of school, cool. school, yeah. Top of my class. I had been nominated for something called the Ryerson Gold Medal, which was <laughs> a combination of your contribution to the school, which was yeah. the f- finishing second in the SAE fuel. Mileage competition yeah, out of 100, yeah. like yeah. MIT and yeah. Caltech. And so you know, we, we finished second and, and, <laughs> and being president. And we've done some great things for the school, me being president of the, and this and all these. And my marks were at the top. I got straight ace. Um, and so I Ryerson gold medal. And uh, that was a, you know, didn't see that. Um, and then I got kicked out. and And then Paul Short. This guy, to this day, I owe a lot. He was a guy that brought the F.E. guy in. He was my machine uh, design professor, just a top, had worked at Massey Ferguson before. And Paul came to me and said, just go to class and write your exams, even though they're telling you don't do that. Just do that. And so I did it. And then the mechanical um, engineering faculty, which is 125, 130 people, Wrote a they 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 did a petition. All but two of them, my thermal prof he wasn't in for it. <laughs> so I won't mention his name, but he wasn't in for it. And and um, although I did great in thermal, but um, anyway they submitted that and and then and then the boys and it took them just that one day too long to to man up. You know, you know, like if they manned up, like in
0: as it happened, you know, right it's yeah. no,
1: no, like eight days. But okay. on the ninth day, no I'm, deals. like, hung. Yeah. yeah, and they did man up. Yeah. They did, and they and they sent a letter to Brian Siegel, and and with all their names and saying we're part of this and we want the thing and we're we got to step up. And so between get the, these guys signing a petition, the, the the faculty, and those boys stepping into it, the prof the the, the the, the the dean said, um, "Okay, you make restitution. We're g- we don't know what that is yet, but it's going to be significant. So You pay the damages. You pay the damages yeah. and the thing, and then we'll reinstate you. And so, but it was a lot of money, and I was already into student loans up to my ass, and uh, I, that ended up, I think, being about eighteen uh, grand or more. Uh, the esc we 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 have total the escalator, um, <laughs> and it." it Phone, just, yeah. just, <laughs> stopped working. Yeah, and it stopped working. And but I was still up on this criminal charge, and then I—I I, so then I had to get a lawyer, and I got a, a good a good guy. It cost me like thirty-eight hundred bucks, which really all he did was took me in there two or three times, listened to the charge, and then he did a deal with the crown. They went behind closed doors, and he said, "The guy just graduated. It was an April Fool's prank. It went wrong." They're all stepped into it. They're gonna pay restitution, and they let me go. But he still oh, charged nice. me to thirty. I got thirty-eight. He's not to pay a lawyer. So yeah, I got thirty-eight hundred. Yeah, yeah. uh, he got me off the. That was about two months. There was two months there where, I, I was a pretty pretty hung out like a thing, right? And and oh, and there oh, and that was that year. No jobs.
3: Yeah, I was banging. Yeah, nails. that's when you're. Yeah, and
1: then the whole thing turned with the one call from Hague Sedation. Where are mom mm. and dad in in this? Uh... Shaking their heads. Yes yeah. <laughs> they yeah. weren't. We were never. You know. They they were never the parents that stopped me from being bad, and they were never the. But they were never the. It, it was. Um,
0: I understand this. Yeah, I got, I got many years later. Yeah. Many
1: years, many, many, many years later. Victoria's first trip to Portugal, mom and dad and thing, and I brought the boys. So, um, you know, so you know, Victoria's. You don't mind? But, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah There's no problem. And They became good friends. In fact, the boys are closer. It's the boys and in their stepmom, effectively, yeah. Sure. to her than they are to me which is um they get along well they know they're mu- they're they're closer on the music thing than than i am like they're they all um yeah they're closer on music and stuff than i am and pop culture you know and so they so we all go to we all go to portugal and uh we go for a drive down the coast and i got a rental car and so dad says yeah you take mom and you know and the, and the boys and i'll drive victoria victoria says to me afterwards she says um they weren't 10 minutes down the road. And he, they said that, a little small talk, but the weather, the thing. Turns to her and he says, You know my disappoint, biggest disappointment with Lawrence? <laughs> She's like, oh, No, what? That he didn't get that Ryerson gold medal.
3: Oh. This is oh. Oh. 20-odd, oh. 20, uh, 20, 20, right. yeah,
1: 20 years on, 25 yeah. years on. Yeah, yeah. you're wearing a Sebring 12-hour winner You won shirt. Le Mans. <laughs> yeah, like no, that was that was after that. Uh. <laughs> oh no, you no, know, no, no. That was his biggest disappointment. Not that I, you know, no, he was very proud of me for a lot of yeah, things. Yeah, right, but but, but that <laughs> he was couldn't that, past uh, the uh, it. Couldn't look the, the Ryerson Damn gold it. medal <laughs> thing. So I got reinstated. I did finally graduate. <laughs> at the end of 84 with a bunch of guys that used, were a year behind me. Okay. Yeah. So you even did the like you did the walk and all that. The whole thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they let me do all that. We paid the money, we did the thing, we got that I got a good job at Massey Ferguson and then 6 years after I started at Waterloo, I graduated. Congrats, man. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that along with a whole lot of other things Leads you to I don't I don't know if you call it criminal mentality. It's not the right <laughs> word. It's not the right word. Not, I'm not a criminal, but I do have this. I do have this, um, which is you can get in the biggest <laughs> and get out of it. Yeah, like it's never the end. <laughs> <It's>, that, that <laughs> look, this is this is <laughs> this is it's life nev- lessons, with yeah. Larry Holt. It's yeah. never the end. It's you can't get and I mean you can I mean if you, there are things you would do not things that I would ever do the things I do are you didn't you it, didn't say this it, to Scott it, Tucker did you
2: <laughs> I guess there's a line but there but there. so we do a pass along question and we were here about a week ago and we had dinner with Dalton Kellett, who just did a couple of years of IndyCar car racing yep and his family is the K line uh, electrical yep.
1: wire yeah yeah I know K line
2: yeah um, so. His question was and at the time we didn't know we'd be interviewing you so it's actually pretty funny that this works out. Uh what's a complicated subject that you could explain to a 5-year-old? <laughs> Can you really explain anything to a
1: 5-year-old? Um I I'm good at explaining stuff for sure but what's I mean the most complicated thing? That's a very weird that's a very weird question. Um I could explain how an internal combustion engine could wor- works to a five year old. Okay, I wanna, I wanna cut to yeah, a <laughs> like a bunch of little kids and little right. olds Like, all right, so the piston so comes in. <laughs> this is what happens here. This is how it works. I think I could do that. A two stroke because it's easier.
2: I see. Okay. <laughs> if you could ask a generic question of anybody in motorsports, what would it be? Yeah. what's – I guess just
1: like what you asked uh, me in a very convoluted around the house way. What, what motivated you? It's a, it's motorsport is, kind, is not, I wouldn't say a, it's nobody could treat it as a mainstream occupation. It's not a mainstream occupation as is not foot playing football or hockey. That's not mainstream. What motivated you to take up a career in motorsport? I base, my answer to that was I didn't have a choice. Cause I got, I got it's Like I got, drunk the Kool-Aid when I was 12.
0: But yet your first sort of job out of college, um once you were done building houses, uh like you fell into its the right word or wrong word, but you didn't you didn't graduate college and say I want to work in motorsports. No, that's you, well you know what I
1: mean? No, you know what, if I that's not actually a missed a piece in that when I come out of high school and I was looking at going to Waterloo, I I wrote eight letters to eight engine builders in the UK, because engines was my thing. Um, you know, would you hire me as an engine builder? So like Nicholson, McLaren, Swindon Racing Engines, all of all of the guys that were building race engines in 1978, I sent a letter to them all. Never got anything back, went to Waterloo. Um, so I, I had, I loved racing through, through all this stuff. But when I came out, of university i can't say at the time i was going oh i gotta get into motor-. so it's true it's true what you say sean i didn't go oh, i gotta get into motor racing i'm gonna take the first plane to i couldn't because i, I was at that point had a criminal situation <laughs> um, there, there would not i wouldn't have been able to do that um, you know i had to wait <laughs> i had to wait um you know and then this finite element which I okay. Here's a, here's the question you should ask me. Did finite element analysis attract you more than maybe getting into motor racing? And I would have said no. If I had I got an engineering job in motor racing and it wasn't in structural analysis, I would have taken that motorsport opportunity probably. But I didn't have that opportunity. But this was an amazing opportunity in itself. Um, if I could have combined those, that would have been great. I think. But if I got involved in it, uh, so I would have taken a motorsport job. Sure, I would
0: have. But, like, I mean, obviously we have extremely separate careers, but there is a commonality. Like, my first job out of college was not in racing, right. it was in TV production. Right. I always had an eye for, motor, for motorsports, yeah. but I didn't go straight into motorsports. Right. You always had an eye for motorsports, but you went straight into yeah, yeah, yeah. something that yeah, was yeah, more yeah. to fit your specialty. And <laughs> yeah. by having, and this is what I would say to anybody that's young, is like, your first job out of college does not have to be in racing, just keep an eye on it, but build a specialty skill. Yeah.
1: That's actually probably a better. Uh, okay, so your advice would be. I would totally agree with your advice. I would give the same advice. Build your core capability expertise, and and a lot of guys that got into motor racing at, at who were the top guys, they started aerospace or yeah, um, you know, Hanford. I Like to say, the
0: top guys. Like you're not one of them. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I'm on. not.
1: I'm not. am not like the 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 normal kind of. Um, yeah, I guess. I don't. I don't. Um, because I got ADD, I think I'm, I've never like been actually. Th- yeah, you got ADD, but uh, for sure I got. ADD. There's a the tendency. <laughs> yeah, no,
0: exactly. All I'm, of them. All of them. They're all there. All I'm pretty them. sure. Uh, I'm yeah. pretty sure. Editor Sean right now is listening to this going. F- yeah, you do. Yeah, <laughs> so. I got ADD. I got
1: ADD. So so I couldn't be the you know a specialist because you know even Formula One now very specialist unless you're Adrian or you know the guy at that level. Um, where you've got a bigger... And even he is, like, he's really focused on one aspect, which is mostly aerodynamics, right? But he's not starting
0: at 23 now. No,
1: but you can't... um, And he went through, you know, a huge change. and Like, he's totally dependent on CFD, on the computational fluid dynamics, like the equivalent of... But
0: yet he's still a drawer from everything I know. He does. He he has a a
1: board, a big board, in his office with French curves. And he... a lot of people say, and I I would agree, in that he somehow sees, he he sometime, he somehow can visualize flow flow dynamics. He he can visualize it. The analysis helps him quantify it, but he he has a gift. He's absolutely got a gift. Um, phew, I don't have any of those gifts. I, I I'm a I'm more of a. It's like my I in in high school. You know, there was a guy there, Mike LaFleur, who was. Just an amazing athlete. But he wasn't a natural athlete. He just worked so hard at it. He was you know, he was our best rugby player, huge basketball, great at volleyball, great just an amazing, but he just worked really, really hard at it. I'm more like that, and so I can't I'm not really, really good at any one thing. I'm just but I brought a lot of really great talent together. You know, it's not Larry Holt doing all this. It's, it's just a, a, a very, very strong team of guys that I've collected. If I do – you know, Ferrari had a saying. Enzo had a saying. Uh, something like, I'm not an engineer. I'm paraphrasing. I'm not an engineer or a mechanic or an expert. I am just a disruptor of men. And, and I could say the same of myself. I'm, I'm a di- I use my mechanical, technical skills to disrupt guys who are way better at it than I am. And and I, you know, I bring ideas to the table. I just have a phenomenal group of people that I've been able to put put together,
2: surround myself with, and and um, none of it's done by me. There's something to be said about your <clears throat> loyalty to you because you've got guys that work for you that I met when I first worked around you guys yeah. in 2001 that are still with you to this Sean day. Sean Mason, Sean Mason, Charlie
1: Cadu. yeah, lots and lots of them, yeah. lots and lots and lots. Uh, Jean Francois Chrétien who does the dampers, you know, um, they're all guys that have been – I got lots of guys that tw- – they're 25 years. And, and um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know why. I, I think, again, it's not just me. I think Multimatic kind of uh, – we have a lot of that at Multimatic in areas that I have no responsibility over. So Multimatic has that. There's, there's certainly the Peter Chapka factor um that that we do breed a lot of loyalty in in the company and uh, the guys running the other groups like dave carswell who runs our mechanisms group he he was there before me rudy who runs it our cto there before me so um yeah i've been a part of that for sure but uh it's there it's 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 all it, that's con- that i can't explain
0: to a five-year-old so if i'm if i'm porsche and i'm this is three or four years ago and i'm looking for a partner in a new lmdh program who's my first call is it you is it peter oh no it's always me right so here's where i'm going with this so if i was a race fan off the street not knowing anything about larry Holt or the relationships and somebody was to point out like who's the guy selling to build a partnership with you yeah, the yeah, and they pointed yeah. at you I'd be like yeah. what? Um, you know you're, you, you are a one of a kind character in this sport uh, and I think anybody would agree with that. Somebody would say to sell a program you need to be look a certain way present yourself a certain way and yet you clearly are very successful at selling programs and you do not fit any of those molds. How does that work?
1: Well it doesn't work like the way you just described. Yeah. I don't think that you need to have the haircut and the jacket and the thing. I don't think anybody's impressed by that. There's in fact in fact the majority of the people trying to sell things are those kind of people
0: um but the um, as in the majority of people that try to sell are the polish yeah going to look the pol- certain way yeah
1: well i mean the pro- the, the real problem is there's a, sometimes a disconnect between the the, the guys that are actually going to execute a program should you get it and the guy selling it right like we are are, are on, ourselves have our own sales organization cuz you can't you can't sell Every single thing that Multimatic does with the guy who's actually going to do it, right, 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 that, right. that can't be right. done.
0: But you're the guy that's um, going to run the program. But on an engine,
1: but, yeah, but yeah, but on a like a, something as big as a Porsche guy thing, you're not sa- you're not going in with a sales guy, right? You, you know, maybe you bring a guy so that he can because there's a load of put paperwork, the, yeah. In, yeah. In, purchasing, <laughs> yeah. all that stuff. The you management. Yeah. But like if if you're the guy that actually does it. Okay, I'll I'll let you in on a a, a secret. It's not a secret, it's a story. When I was at Massey's and I was working on engineering stuff that was all computer driven, I had to work with the computer guys. So if you looked in the drawing office, Peter says this sometimes. You know, the reason I didn't become an engineer is he says, watch all that, uh, all the moonshot stuff, all the space stuff in the 60s. And there's all those guys in the control rooms, you know, and they all got white shirts. And, and ties, and they all got short hair, and they got the pocket protectors with the plastic <laughs> right. proc. He said, "I didn't want to be one of them guys." And, and um, you know, not giving any thought to what they are actually are. <laughs> look at the way they look. <laughs> um, and so I'm at Massey Ferguson and and uh, and I'm working with all these IT guys. I'm working with all these engineering guys that are exactly what Peter just said. You know, they they're all got, they got plastic pocket protectors, and, and they're wearing, you know, they're wearing uh, perma-press shirts, and, you know, and, and they're really short hair and big black glass, glasses, and, and, you, and they're geeksters, good, <laughs> good, clever guys, engineering guys. And then there's these IT guys at Massey. They're wearing sweaters. And they're not complying to any of the... They got long hair, and many of them didn't wash very well. They bath, but And they're real genius guys. I won't say I emulated them, but I went, I mean, you know, those guys are smart enough. And in fact, they're so smart, they're, they're, they're smart enough or clever enough or, or most valuable enough to do it look anyway way they How want, they want. Yeah. However they want, right? They're, they're like that. And then it occurs to me that... You know, you could look like that with them, and then that would put you in that same. And everybody would just assume that you're so clever that you. I'm not. Shitting yeah, 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 yeah. That, and, and, and and, and, and like yeah, yeah and, and if you're, um, if you look like that and you dress like that and you get away with it, you must be really clever. You're right. And right. And um, I won't say it's an affectation, but it's uh, it, I I I just acted and behaved like that, and I I saw that in the IT community um who and they were super at that time you had to be really clever this wasn't like installing uh malware <laughs> or like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it that sort of security stuff IT's a different thing today in those days it was pretty cutting edge and and doing the things we were doing um to to use huge amounts of cpu to f- solve these problems and we were doing it on mainframes in in birmingham from king street in toronto um pretty yeah pretty at the front of it all at that time and those guys were just really clever guys and i really bonded with them and i just saw i said like them guys just dress however they want and um and they're and they're outliers and i just start behaving like
2: that and i have never stopped i i met you for the first time in 2001 at your shop we used to do the mossport Three Rivers, yeah, uh, yep. week in between, and yep. so Mike would get a deal shop. with you guys. I, yeah, I so did. first Love time I ever shop. saw a food truck was at Multimatic, <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, I remember then you wore like a duster, you know, like the trench coat jacket, yeah, yeah, like down to your ankles, yeah. and you're wearing like was uh, it, yeah. and like army boots, yeah, and then just like a polo, like a like a Multimatic polo or something yep. underneath in jeans, and I'm like, that's the guy in charge. Like, that guy doesn't seem to give a shit about anything.
1: A lot of of people, okay, there is that aspect. You could say, well, that guy doesn't care about his personal grooming, so he can't really care (laughs) about anything. But I I think that's probably a, you know, that's an extrapolation that doesn't make sense. I care about everything but that. I mean, I don't, I, I shower every day, guys. I mean, I think I don't. Shave
0: every. I haven't picked you know. up on an odor. Yeah, so, no, I no yeah, okay, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Well, I got one upstairs. Yeah, there's 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 <laughs> yeah. some odors upstairs, yeah. but I told the boys to pump the brakes on that for, for the rest of the day. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but uh, so it, it, I don't know if this is a fair thing, but uh, it, it's almost as if in your case there's a confidence that it inspires by l- not looking the part. Yeah, that it almost like if you're a if you're somebody at Porsche. Now, granted, by if you're at a if you're at a decision level making a portion, you probably already know who Larry Holden Multimatic really right, are. Right. This so morning, it doesn't really matter. At this yeah. Um, yeah. But because you don't necessarily fit the mold of what a company head would traditionally look like, that almost instills more confidence, you think?
3: Yeah.
1: I, I have, I don't think it, through that deep but yeah i I do believe that well um, because you're true to yourself
0: which is where the confidence comes from and that's my point yeah
2: yeah yeah Yeah. that's it yeah i read a quote from john dunan where he said a lot of people that this is when he was still with mazda yeah uh, a lot of people that you deal with in the industry will tell you they're going to do something and you don't whether you don't really know if it's going to happen or not whereas larry holt would put his arm around you and say hey we'll get it done and he he knew it would get done and so i don't think like to the opposite of what I originally saw when I looked at you when I was 17, I'm like, man, that guy doesn't seem to care. It almost seems like you are now known for being the guy that if we say we're going to do something, we're going to do it. And look at me. I'm not, I'm not full of shit. I'm not just a suit, you know? And, I mean, that's far more important than the, the, the way you look or,
1: I mean, right. you've, you've got to be, you got to be that guy. You say, I'm going to do this and you do it. I mean, and sometimes you got to work way, way harder than you ever thought you'd have to work to be true to actually deliver on what you said you were going to deliver and you go oh my god and a lot of people come back and say, no that wasn't what i thought it was going to be um but yeah i don't yeah you can't do that you can't do that and you're going to build a reputation you can easy a reputation you lose a reputation way way faster than you you could ever build one right so you gotta it's it's um having that reputation both multi me and i represent multi-matic 100 that's what i represent um if you're going to do that and 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 have that reputation then you have to keep it you have to retain it you got to keep working and sometimes you got to put a massive amount of effort into something you didn't you didn't actually think was going to be about an effort but you have to do it otherwise you're gonna you're
0: gonna let it down you know and Master, Master DPI was a little that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you think. Yeah. Yeah, uh, well, yeah. Ready, fire, aim is kind of a common term we use in business where you maybe take on a project with a somewhat idea of how it's going to work, but not really. Um, in the case of what you're doing, especially with low-volume cars or with race programs, we're talking about very, very, very high-dollar, high-capital commitments. Um, but I have to imagine ready, fire, aim is an aspect of what you're doing.
1: Yeah, you, you. so yeah. how do you?
0: I mean, and I understand that everything is its own, but like you've got to put a certain amount of diligence into saying like, how do we not lose our ass on this thing? But at a certain point, you have to, you have to give the quote to a program you don't know it's going how it's gonna go.
1: And that's the difference between it's very that's very perceptive, Sean. Absolutely, because the the difference between us and an OEM is that the OEMs they they actually aim, they have to aim, and they spend incredible amount of time and effort and money aiming like to, to the point where you know they they um, and and they've they've developed systems and processes that allow them to do that and and nail down a program cost timing risk levels this and this this like tight tight band tight tight band and and you know when you do 275 amg ones i mean that program is supposed to be five years of development it went seven and, and um, you know, you point a lot of fingers, and I don't point a lot of fingers, I just say, look, it just, it's just, you know, it's crazy, you know, putting a Formula One engine in the back of a street car and, and you know, but that, that was just one of the many, many challenges associated with it, and we're still struggling through it, we're building cars now, we're delivering them, like, we're delivering three three last week. Did Botas get one? Yeah, I think yeah, he puts yeah. a picture of a blue one. And yeah. I didn't know that, like, they gave him one. That's that's amazing. Yeah.
2: I don't know if they yeah. if they sure. yeah yeah
1: even the ones the guys that got them for free are bitching.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> when am I getting my car? Yeah, um, yeah. It, it, that was um, so you do you have to you have to go into it, and if you've got the right partner, and they understand like so. Rajnar at Ford, when he when he he was the father of the GT, and and he understood that you know that program he, he could you can't run that like a ford he'd never do it wouldn't get off the ground would be twice as much money blah 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 and and he he there was a lot of freedom there and he and he ran interference for me and then when we did you know and then he ultimately he's left ford and any program you do now it's difficult to find the next rash um they're, they're not there they're you know he's a, he's really got a passion for cars and I'm going to say in this fight, like, you, you got to look long and hard inside all OEMs to find people that have a true passion for cars, um, especially if they're, if they're they grew up in they're in Detroit. They grew up in Detroit and they take a job in, as an engineer in the in the auto industry. Doesn't mean they're passionate about this cars is because, what you do, yeah, right, because yeah, because you live in Detroit and the thing. I mean, if Detroit was the center of washing machines, there'd be a lot of guys doing engineering and, and in an appliance business, machines, right? Right. right. Um, you know, guys that come from like the somewhere, you know, Texas to come to Detroit to yeah. to to. Well, if you're in Texas, you go work for John Hennessy. But but um, you <laughs> but know, you, it, you, it's
0: like the actor. If you if you're an actor and you move to Hollywood, you're committed to being an yes. actor, and it's the same if, thing if you're going to work exactly, in exactly, yeah.
1: exactly. So. I think that's, um, you know, you need the guy on the inside. It was Tobias Moore's in the case of AMG that knows that he's going to outsource this thing. And one of the reasons he's outsourcing is they don't have all the technical skills in-house. They need to move quick. They need to maybe not do it via the system. And, and the fact is when you go in and, and Larry quotes it, it may not be balls on. And, and he doesn't hold my feet to the fire on that. If you don't get that kind of freedom, then you, you're probably going to get yourself in trouble because it's impossible. You have to have the Ford system to be able to deliver the way Ford wants you to deliver. So one of the key part of
0: things is you do need to have some flexibility on timelines and budgets. To understand? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Because you can't, you can't, you don't know what you don't know a lot of time. Because you guys have such a strong reputation for being able to build cars for Aston Martin, Mercedes, and et cetera, uh, you get to say no. Yeah, is that make? Like, they, the old adage is when you tell them, no, they want you more. Is that real? That's – yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's real. That, that's a real thing.
1: Unfortunately, it's usually – it's real not so much with the mainstream guys because it's difficult to say no to them. But uh, there's a lot of, like – real weird companies out there that everybody's doing <laughs> a car you know yeah, like yeah, yeah, we're yeah. doing a car we're doing a car and you say no and, oh no i really really want you yeah but we're not saying no to make you hornier. we're making we're, we're saying <laughs> we're saying no because we want you to go away <laughs>
0: <laughs> what about in, in our little marketing video world which is a far smaller world that we do deal with a lot of middle managers with a lot of opinions but also turnover yeah, guy you're dealing with today might not be the same guy next year. Yeah. Um, is that a thing?
1: Oh, both those things. Just yeah. there you go. Yeah. Tobias Moore's. he he moved on. And and we had to finish. We finished it up. I mean, the the guy there now, Shreby, he's a pretty, he's pretty good guy, the, the new CEO. But okay. I've had another CEO since what? then. We're on the third CEO. Of what company? Uh, eh? Of what? Of, of CEO of AMG.
0: Of AMG, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then at
1: Ford, you know, Rash was there. Dave Parasak, who worked for... Uh, for Rash running Ford Performance, he moved on. He's still at Ford, but he's not in that job anymore. Mark Rushbrook's a great guy, but I mean, you, you just move, and yeah, they they do move a lot. In the, in the North American industry, if you don't move within three or four years, the people – they start getting nervous that you're being l- overlooked. And, you know, it's like a – I mean, you know, I, I ain't done the same job for 33 years. No, but – <clears throat> I'm basically doing the same job for 33 years. <laughs> yeah, but years. If, you're, if you're the director of
0: whatever division is hiring you and now you've moved now you're the new person at that same role – There is a, I need to make myself known, which can absolutely influence what you're doing. Yeah. Um, So I assume that's not an easy thing.
1: No, that's not, that's not, it's certainly not an easy thing on this, like on the smaller projects where you're doing a component or something and, and, and you've, you've just absolutely, like one of the things they, they try and do is not have relation, nothing can be relationship based on a, say OEMs. OEMs, they don't, they you know, purchasing and that they don't want they they want it all to be based on purely on performance and stuff. But if you've done a lot of work for them on a particular thing for say three generations and you know all of this stuff and that, yeah, I mean, there is an advantage to us being the guy. And and but yeah, at that level, that becomes an issue. I think on the complete car side, doing a whole car, it's um, you know, it, it, it's a bit better. I mean. But in those industries, people don't hang around for 33 years.
2: That's really weird if you do. Is it true that you bought a Toshiba Toughbook and threw it through a sheetrock wall to see if it would do what they say it could do? (laughs) No, I've – no. (laughs) No. I I use a Panasonic Toughbook Man, Sorry You're okay. getting it all wrong. <laughs> hey, I and did a good job earlier. <laughs>
1: I I um and I've historically used I've used Panasonic Toughbooks for twenty years. Is that the one to the handle? There's one over there. Yeah. It it's in the docking station, but it's over there. Oh, yeah, okay. Um and it's Man. it's and they all look the same. Okay, yeah. Right? Yeah. And they all look the same. And they um but they get better every time. They're bigger <laughs> processors and stuff. Still sure. a little screen. People go, Why are you using that? Because uh, they're gel mounted and they got they're waterproof and stuff. And no, I didn't throw it sh- through a sheetrock wall, but I have thrown it. I threw I've thrown it uh, two or three times off the pit stand. Oh, okay. Out of yeah. frustration to test it. No, I never had to test it. Well, okay. the first one <laughs> was a test. Itself. The yeah. first one was. Uh, it, you know it passed so it was tested okay but yeah you get i use i have this really cool and i'm still using it everybody's got you know we got hh and we got uh, we got all these other things i still have a little piece of software that we we called uh, race strategy which you work like a you work it like a stopwatch. But it's counting my fuel down. It's counting this, doing that thing. Got driver time and it does all that. You still got to manually push it. I'm not getting timing from everywhere, but it gives me the lap time of the car every time it goes by. Keeps you on the ball going, especially if you're in a 12-hour race and, and um, I use it so it's on the it's up on the pi- I originally started using them because I used to do all the data when you get back in time and you put a, a you know a normal laptop up on the top of the car because I run GTs not formula cars and they're plugged in and then you look and the guy starts it and it falls on the ground <laughs>
2: right. and it breaks it but this but, has the gel bottom Is that yeah the thing? it's got gel yeah. bottom it's yeah. this
1: and even if it falls off it doesn't break so I started using them and then yeah it was mid O. And and something had happened and I took it and I threw it. And I said, Well, that was immature. (laughs) And I got up to go see if it was okay and it was okay. (laughs) So then, you know, it's open. The poor thing's got it's open.
2: (laughs) Greatest band of all time and why is it the Bee Gees? The Kinks. The Kinks Kinks. Yeah, that's, we were, a, that's a Prio. Yeah, we yeah. were told Bee Gees. He yeah. said the Bee Gees. He said the Bee Gees. Yeah. Prio
1: told me I'm a Bee Gees fan? Yeah. So I think he got it he wrong. He got it <laughs> wrong. Yeah. Okay. What he got wrong was.
0: That's ask why he's me. not racing anymore. Ask, ask. That's why he's a test driver. That, Says, that, is that what you that, just said? That's deeply, is that what you're saying? No. Okay. That's just. Wow. <laughs> of all the
1: controversial things <laughs> that just got said in this entire thing, yeah. you starting to rumor that yeah. Prio's not driving for me because he told you guys <laughs> About the that Bee Gees. I'm a BG fan. I feel fan. like you just said that. No. Listen. Yeah, I know What I'm thinking and what I'm saying, them are different. Sure. So. Sure. What they okay? Ask the question. Yeah. What was the first concert you ever concert you ever
2: went to? Hey Lawrence, what was the first concert you ever went to? Bee Gees. Oh, okay. Wow.
1: Massey Hall, 1972. How was it? At that time, it was okay because they hadn't gone disco yet. They were still singing. Uh, they were still singing Massachusetts oh, okay. and things like I okay. that. Okay. I think I my mom gave it to me for my birth for my birthday, my thirteenth birthday or yeah. something. Yeah. And me and Mark Radford went to see the Bee Gees at Massey Hall, which is an amazing venue, still there. And that might be what he's thinking of. Okay, okay, okay. okay. but but I kinks. did not make them my favorite band. Get don't get me wrong. I think the Beaches are okay. Yeah. And it was the first concert I ever went to, but they're not my favorite band. Okay. So and, that's that's maybe the Andy Prio. Uh, that says a Translation. lot. Translation. Yeah, he forgets the <laughs> yeah. details. Yeah. yeah. You know, it forgets the details. But the Kinks are your go-to. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. I like the kinks. Absolutely okay. great band. Yeah. Okay. Davies brothers. Ray, Ray, yeah, Ray and Dave Davies.
0: Yep. Uh do you have a favorite program that's not current? Race program. Yeah, one that you look back on like that was the program.
1: Ah. No, I I'm I'm most fond of the Master program. I mean the DPI? Yeah, cuz we yeah. pulled it out of a bad place. Yeah. John Doonan is an absolute joy to work with. Um everything he said he would do for me did. Everything I said I would do for him we did. We didn't have all the pro- you know, we didn't win a championship. We didn't we didn't beat roger's ass like i wanted to um you know but um we did take they it from around a lot yeah man. we turned it around and we won you know that summer even when we weren't actually running the cars but we were doing all of the engineering the race engine i was race engineering car and the performance engineering was all done i mean uh yost was still changing the wheel nuts at that time and we went them three races in a row from watkins gun to Mosport to road america you know this Ma- mazda summer that was a big deal that was that was a bit emotional, and then this race, this race was winning Sebring. There's, yeah, there's you know yeah. there's something still just a little bit
0: off about. It. I'll ask you guys what that would be. Like it's not perfect. About winning Sebring, yeah, not perfect. About that year, yeah. What year was this? The November twenty twenty. Oh, so you didn't do it in front of a crowd?
1: Well, no. It, it the thing that bothered me the most about it wasn't the right time of year. Yeah, it, right. Yeah, it wasn't in March.
0: So, so we did.
1: Is. We won Sebring, fair and square, big race, right. did all the stuff right. The, the heat of March kind thing, of thing. But we didn't do it when it should. You know, oh, We were, you. we won Sebring. Yeah. And everybody goes, in November? That's weird. What oh, the hell was man. that? I got you. I got you. <laughs> is the,
2: is the B2K40 win at Le Mans the biggest win?
1: Well, a lot of people say this would be because we took over running these and things. Yeah. But no, to this day for me, the B2K40 race win at Le Mans – Breaking the gearbox in the middle of the night, stealing the part, taking one apart off the trailer uh, because Bahrain wouldn't, he wanted cash. I took just out the broken parts, put <laughs> it Martin all back Burain in the box. Lola wanted cash. Uh, yeah. yeah. Put 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 all the back in the trailer, rebuilt it. We won. Yeah. The gearbox that we took the parts out of. Twelve years later, when I got, I bought the rights and we used it, the thing. I found the box. And and Dave Scottney, who said he would yeah. put it back together for Scottney. me. He was a good man. They never put it back together again. It was just the parts. Yeah. That's that coffee table right there. <laughs> no that's way. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. That's the parts. Yeah, you can see the, you're missing yeah, the rockers the Hewland, that, Yeah, that, that's the Hewland the That's the Hewland that we just took the parts out of. It's never been used. It was yeah. There's five parts missing out right. of that box. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's the biggest for me. And it was, you know, Scott and I and no money and, and – um, It was just tremendous, emotional, amazing thing. Sean was there. It's just a great, it was a great thing for us. Yeah, yeah.
0: If I'm a young engineer, what's the best way to talk myself out of a job? Talk yourself out? Yeah.
1: Talk about project management. You know, project management aspects of engineering are becoming so super important, right? And I'm good at, you know, and I do timing charts and this and this, and I want to be part. I would, uh, yeah, go do that for somebody else. Come in and tell me what your passion is, your technical passion. Don't tell me that you know all the. You know I can use this kind of CAD system. I can. I can. I. You know, talk about the soft. What software you know, and what this and project management and all the all the peripheral stuff. And guys do come in and talk about that because somebody's told them it's really important in 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 Ford world that some of that is really important. Uh, Come in and say. You'd, yeah, go do that for somebody But else. if you're 23,
0: you're looking for passion because passion means you're adaptable.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, coming in and telling me all the software stuff you can run and this and how many courses you took outside of your main engineering for, you know, yeah, interacting with people and ah, f- off all that.
2: <laughs> you strike me as someone that's like, don't tell me, show me. Yeah, you know, like if you are good at which is hard and all that in stuff. an interview. Yeah. Even though, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, show me in an interview. How do you do? Well, that? also if you're yeah. told this is what they want to hear, how are you? They supposed to know that you're yeah. not that way, unless right. they listen to this podcast, which yeah. shows they're a racing fan.
2: Yeah, there you go, there you go. Right there. Uh, the, wall. the the Jeff Clinton incident at Homestead, um, terrible accident. He obviously succumbs to his injuries, and then it becomes a lawsuit for you guys. Cause, and, I, and I don't know the specifics because I was really young. I think I was 19, and I'd been working with, with Mike for a couple of years at that point. Um, terrible accident. He obviously succumbs to his injuries. Uh, but you got involved in a lawsuit, Mike uh, Lola Homestead. I yeah, was just yeah, Like, I,
1: like we'll will just go real quick over. It here yeah, it's yeah. not something I want to really revisit. Yeah, honestly, this is this kid doesn't even have to go in. No, no. It's okay. I'll talk to you about it because yeah, you were you were there and the um. So first of all, you know the cart, the car. He got it backwards and it it yeah, went aerodynamically yeah. unstable. Okay, and so we we weren't part of that. So right. the root cause of the car going in the air wasn't really anybody's fault. A lot of those kind of cars went in the air when they went backwards back in those days. And coming off that banking, and you know how it gets upset going down into one, and he got it—he he got it turned around, um and it went upside down. And there's actually a spectator picture of the I've thing seen it. i standing up yeah. in the air. Yeah, you can see the Dallara, the yeah, Dallara is like right yeah, there, and he's, yeah, and the roll bar of the thing is about eight feet from the ground. Yeah. Even though it's like this, and the yeah. tail of the car is only that, yeah. you know, it's not the the roll bar, the center of gravity of the car is eight feet off the ground. And, and so, you know, if you calculate what kind of energy that thing has when it came down, it took a divot out of the pavement like that. And then, it, you know, that it even withstood that. And then it hit again. Then it got in a gravel trap upside down, which is never a good thing either. And then, you know, ultimately the, the tub came apart. And 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 it wasn't, you know, people say, oh, okay, it's tore off the car. But, like, if you look at a the car, there's a large chunk of the car missing. And so, yes, roll bar and large chunks of the car got tore off. And, you know, when you look at the way that car was configured then, you know, at those, at that time, the top of the tub was about at your, at your shoulder yeah, level. Yeah. You're belted in hard with, with a crotch belt. You can't scooch down and you got a hands on. So car upside down in the gravel trap hits the end of the gravel trap and and catches all that and tears. Finally, after about three, four hits, it gets all tore up. And um, yeah, and it was a pretty nasty piece of work. And then, yeah, Jeff. You know, Jeff's a racer. Uh, sorry, uh, Jerry. Jerry's Jerry's a racer. You know, he raced Trans Am and stuff. And you know, it's, it's really Jeff's dangerous. dad. Yeah, yeah, Je- yeah, Jeff's dad. Jerry. And, and but he he really, I think he really wanted to find somebody at fault for that. And and you would maybe right. So yeah, he he immediately sued Lola, Nissan, the engine builder, Dunlop, the tire supplier, uh, Homestead, uh, Homestead, the track, Grand Am, the sanctioning body. But not Multimatic because he had no vi- visibility on Multimatic, right? And so that all went on for about two years. And at one point, I think Martin Barain Lola settled and gave gave Jerry two million or something just to get rid of it. Not no admission of guilt or nothing. Uh, the whole time I was working in the background to, to provide, cause we were asked provide all the calculations to find that element analysis, the thing, the testing paperwork, the FIA test, the thing and giving of this all and showing them and, and helping Lola through this as their expert witness. And then about a week or two before there was a statute of limitations of some kind, like two years into this, uh, we got enjoined as a defendant and, um, and then it all kicked off again, and we went through all this process of proving and and they sued us for our for our um insurance limit, which I think was twenty four million or something and then and so I went to discoveries I don't know if you've ever been through it, but you got to sit there for like a day and they ask you all these questions and they and they have all the answers so that they can ask you again on the on the stand and um and they did that three or four times and it went on for Four years. And we find and uh, yeah, they you know, do you wanna settle and so they reduced their claim and you know, the thing and they said they'll settle for five million and then I can't remember the numbers our insurance company. I said no. I don't believe that we and, and I wanna be righteous and Peter let me be righteous, by the way. Peter left let me be righteous. I wanna be righteous because we didn't do anything wrong. And and the accident was one of those fluke accidents. It was a fluke accident and, and yes. Jeff got killed it was tragic he had two kids and thing it was tragic and you know I'm never going to downplay that um and so we went for four years and then I said no I don't want to settle And the insurance company anyway we didn't settle and then they pumped it up I think they pumped it up to 60 million or something and I which got thrown out in the early stages it it went back to something and and then our insurance company's looking at it all and um Jerry's insurance company got or Jerry's hired uh, the guy who did like the explorer rollovers and the guy was just a expert, expert witness, like the best, you know, came up with all this goofy stuff, but he, he wasn't really grounded in fact. And and you know, being grounded in fact fact will win. Even if it's a jury that don't have the physics under don't understand the physics of it, they will somehow innately understand the truth and and i i really learned that and this is one of those things that's a life lesson four years of that and and so our insurance company said you know we want to put you on the stand as our expert witness you know more about this car than anybody else you did all the calculations you know the thing you've done all this work we've looked at what they're doing and what we, you know what you're saying and we think you're going to represent us way better and i said oh man what's that so, oh, i will be a couple of days on the stand and uh so we all you know we end up doing all this prep work and and stuff and I went down there I remember going down there to. so it was in Miami Dade courtroom in the old courtroom there in downtown Miami on the same floor as Al Capone went down on that's a thing I went down there on a Friday and Victoria actually came over and flew over and Monday morning I went two days of trial prep and I I, was, I stopped eating, and and uh, she got up on a Monday. We got up on a Monday morning. I go, where are you going? She goes, I'm going to court house with you. I go, no, I can't take that. I can't. You can't, You know, with everything else having you in there, I don't want to have you in there. So she came all the way to Miami from England and stayed in a hotel for three days. <laughs> anyway, so we we went through all that, and and um, our uh, the guys who helped me with the thing did a really really good job. We had some good illustrations. You got to remember the audience. You know, nobody's probably in there. Might not have had grade 10 or maybe high school, but nobody's sitting in there understanding the physics of this car and what happens, you know, to Newton's laws and all that stuff. And so we did all these illustrations, really cool kind of cartoony kind of things. And, you know, ne- with all respect, never, never making fun of everything. And, and um, anyway, we got to like Wednesday lunchtime. I still hadn't eaten anything since Friday, and uh, just stress and nerves, oh, just all of it. Yeah, just just like Pete phones me on a Sunday night. He goes, "How you doing?" Yeah, I go, "I'm okay." He, uh, he said, um, "You gonna you get through that?" Yeah, uh, confidence uh, because cause, you know it went to sixty, went beyond our insurance limit. He says, "You sure?" I said, "Yeah, we didn't do anything wrong, and I'm fairly righteous. You know, I believe that. I believe that even with all the convoluted shit I've said today." I still ultimately believe that the right thing will happen. The right thing, the right thing happened with me at Ryerson. In the end, I got reinstated. I got my degree, and and the right thing will happen, right? And and so I had a confidence in that. And I said, but I'm pretty wound up, Pete. He goes, you know, <laughs> there's people that pay for the kind of the kind of thrill that you're getting right now. They're kind of a ah, f- off, <laughs> like. <laughs> but it was tough, and but he stood 100% behind me. Hundred percent. I never forget that, right? And he gave me some good advice afterwards that I want to share with you. But he gave me some amazingly good advice afterwards because I got a little euphoric at the end and stupid, and he and he stopped me from being stupid. And he because I got because when you go through all that and you, you do get a little bit uh, euphoric anyway, I come out Wednesday afternoon, and um, it was done. You know, we didn't get a verdict till Friday, but I knew it was done, and um, and. I phone Victoria, she got a taxi, she picked me up. Oh, and while we were there, Sean, we, we brought our car down. They brought the car down that was wrecked, you know, and we brought our car down. Here's what the car looks like and well-built and everything. And we were keeping it at Sylvain's shop, um, just up the, up the road, right? And so anyway, we all out in front of the courtroom on Wednesday, and I'm like completely relieved. And I said, come on, let's go to South Beach. So Victoria and I went to South Beach and um, woke up in the hotel like, 38 hours later, um, with a lot under the bridge, a lot of, a lot of, uh, I, yeah, I've run up like 1100 bucks, uh, 11,000 bucks on my credit card, just getting over it. just drinking my, drinking it away. I just drank it all the way and ate and drank and ate and drank. And two years later, I got diagnosed with, uh, um, with having type two diabetes. And, She's you know, thinking, yeah, you didn't have this the last time. You had this and that happened, and this and what, Jeff? You, 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 you've, 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 did you do something absolutely spectacularly stupid to your metabolism? In the, like what? Like not eat for some days and then, and so I'm not gonna say that 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 did it, but you know, all everything, I really f yeah. myself up with that, yeah. um, and to this day, it's still absolutely tragic that somebody died in a racing car that we did but it was also a little bit out of our hands i mean we did the chassis but the thing went in the air because it it was unstable going backwards and um yeah i'm not it's like the low point of our for sure for me the low point and it i won't say it spoiled the le mans win because it was the same type of car. I mean, for me, the Le Mans win was massive, and it was done with a car that we did the chassis for, and that was a really positive, a hugely positive thing, but that, that really was not good. And... Um, you know, Mike and I didn't talk for a long time because Mike sort of, you know, he he was over on this side, and it all. Kinda... Mike Johnson, he was my boss at the time. He was yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. so. Mike, yeah, Mike was, you know, and he, he's St. Louis, and that's the St. Yeah, Louis thing. They're all St. Louis boys, yeah, they right? Grew up They're, you know, and that was tragic for him, and he was over there. We got over all that, and Mike and I are back being, we're, we're great friends. And um, but yeah, that was a down for me in my entire motorsport career. That's absolutely the bottom. That would be absolute bottom of it was was that yeah. incident so there you go and that
2: ties us together yeah pretty tight from that time from that period the one thing i tell people whenever the story comes up is that that changed the directive or the direction for grand am yeah because they didn't want open top cars anymore no, and so did. we ended it up did. going towards a safer it did option created daytona, Prototype. daytona prototypes which is now yeah. you know we've gone away from the two frame thing but it's still closed yeah. top closed cockpit yeah. and it's probably saved more lives down the road yeah so. for
1: sure that 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 was yeah i don't want to say what you know what was it it, it met the rules i i never want to stand behind it met the rules so it actually it, it exceeded the rules by 2.6 times but it it was a it was a god it was just a ter- terrible terrible accident and then um yeah and i can understand exactly why jerry you know wanted to find somebody who made who who was why was but he didn't he never closed it he my my what i feel the worst about is jerry never closed that jerry should have said this race this terrible racing accident right we, we did i never wanted to pick through it and go he went in too quick or he did this or he, that he that or something happened with the car i didn't want to talk i didn't want to do all those things but you keep getting drawn into that stuff i hate that that I I hate that kind of product litigation. I've been involved with it a lot of times on the road car side, and I despise it. But in the end, I always do it. I'm always the guy for the company. Yeah, it's not nice.
0: All right. Let's end on a better note. Um, <laughs> yeah. Why don't so we just do? Yeah, ne- end it on an upside. Ne- here so somehow. next year. Uh, so next year, you've got. Uh, by the time this comes out, it'll be the winter time. So twenty twenty three already happened. So imminent from this podcast coming out, uh, the Mustang GT three yeah. will be coming out. Yep. I don't know what will or has been announced, but let's assume for argument's sake, if if the Mustang GT three is on track and Joey Hand is driving, will you win every race?
1: It depends who I put with him. Huh. Okay. And it's BOP'd. <laughs> Fair enough. Who's, uh who'll be calling strategy for that car? Will you be calling strategy? Uh, um no. Oh, I'll okay. probably be doing Harry's car. So Harry's gonna Who's be Harry.
0: Harry Ticknell. Oh, in the Harry Ticknell uh, okay. will be in one car. In Joey will be in the GT other. Three. Yeah. So you'll be you'll be you'll be calling a...
1: I'll be on the box on a... Well, whenever I'm on the box, I call both. You know, sure. if I think somebody's not
0: doing, are uh, you most like? Well, I'll even
1: race engineer the thing if I think yeah, somebody's I not. you. Okay. And they all—they got all the strategy software and everything. But I still go, you know, no, that's a good time to stop.
0: Yeah, oh, I understand. <laughs> um, so, uh, do you think you'll be on GTE or GTD Pro on the box? We'll, no, both cars will be will be pro cars. Well, then, never mind. <laughs> Both cars. Were you trying to we go could against race each other. Yeah. 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 No, but, okay. it's got both
1: cars. Will be pro cars. Okay, That's what right. Ford wants. Do Saying right. need a that, strategist? you know what? You know what? Uh, maybe.
0: Oh. Okay.
1: That's not a no. What if? What if
0: I? Uh, <laughs> send me your resume.
2: <laughs> I'll send you your resume. i got them, passion. Tell, tell them that you're good about formats and management. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no, know, no,
1: no, 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 no. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, so I'm watching. You know, like I watch. So yes, Ford. It's two pro cars. GT GTD Pro, you know, two pro cars. This is what we're doing, right? And yeah, we'll sell cars to other people, but I ain't gonna get any to anybody for Daytona yeah, yeah. customer cars. I gotta get eight cars out. If you think and it, and it, there's a lot of pressure, and I won't go in the background, but I gotta have two for the beginning of the IMSA chan- uh, series, two for the beginning of the wet series. That's March. Then I'm gonna to, uh, I gotta have. I'm gonna need um, some for SRO. Two cars in SRO. So I gotta have eight cars to teams that can run them and then is anybody want any cars after that who wants a car mid-season so i'm all about building eight cars i'm building my two m's cars now at risk because in the end or we're not getting homologation until mid-october so and porsche got their ass kicked doing that last year and they had to change a bunch of body work and that's so uh so anyway, we're going to um, yeah. Right now, Ford's plan is that so we got Proton in in WEC, which yeah. was a big that's a relation pretty good team. But yeah. then I watched the weekend and I watched, say you know the Lexus cars and they got one Pro they got they got a pro car and they got and then he got and you know, there's all this like you know G T T cars ahead of the Proton and then he go and he go you know maybe you got to like put you know put. One on red thirty-six and one on black twenty-one. Like maybe you got to run one of each. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I haven't, I haven't had. The, and so you heard it here first. I'm going to have that conversation with Mark Rushbrook. I'm going to say, you know, I'm watching this thing here, and there's not a lot of guys that are,
2: you know, they're running two, just pro cars. Yeah, right. Yeah,
0: Is yeah. yeah. yes, there? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and you can have pro silvers. Last question.
2: Yeah. Do you have a, a future development deal yet with Chase Hand? Is he signed oh, for like the? Great I'm told I'm very interested. Yeah. I got Ryan Maxwell. Okay. okay yeah, yeah.
1: Right. yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah, i've and told yeah. Joe. and i've told joey yes yeah we'll, we will get it we will get him in a car this yeah year. and you yeah.
0: did legitimately help seb prio quite a bit through his yeah, career yeah i still so. am yeah i mean so,
1: he's, yeah. he's he's, he's yep yeah. he's with gunner i mean gunner was with me a long yeah. time and yeah so um yes i got my eye yeah. on chase yeah kid's gonna be i think yeah. it'd be a big deal so do i yeah so do i do you know
0: how fast his mom was no. Natalie was a hell of a Carter. Really? Yeah, yeah. growing up. Yeah, oh, yeah. I knew that. Yeah. I
1: knew that. I knew that. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I did know that. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I'm a big... Joey's It's just... He's yeah. awesome.
0: All right. So, uh, when people hit play and don't necessarily know the name Larry Holt because you're more of an industry guy, what's the what's the thing you want people to, to take away from this episode? Away from it? Yeah. Like, what's the legacy uh, you want to leave behind?
1: That I... Uh, I'm interesting but I'm not crazy. Uh, I'm not <laughs> didn't sell me I, that I'm didn't... not a criminal.
2: <laughs> Cuz I reformed. never got
1: because I got I got, uh, got the crown let <laughs> me off yet, yeah but I'm I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not a criminal. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm just <laughs> you were indicted uh, but you know. no um, but uh, yeah just I think that I uh, everybody should about me. Yeah, I'm <laughs> I'm just I'm not as crazy as I seem. I mean I'm quite serious about a lot of stuff. I It's okay, <laughs> the piss, worst sell you've oh, <laughs> ever heard. Like
2: you guys f off on my podcast. I- <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: Awesome. All right. That could be the end since yeah. we, we didn't pay well, for lunch. I don't know. I mean, Continental yeah. got no, here. No, you, you, yeah. no, but I got you chicken sandwich. You did. No, 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 no. no. So, I mean, normally we say Continental got the check. But no, was, you don't have to say Continental got the check. I think, it's, uh, it's, it's
1: been very pleasurable for me too, guys. And Nina's got the check. I think I – no, no. This is payback for that podcast. I've never paid for the podcast. So, no, I mean, you, we'll you guys it. have entertained me endlessly on long drives. You,
2: I, I do have to say that when you first said that you listened to the show and that also Raj listened to the show, I got immediately nervous. Yeah, like, I was like, no, oh, no, God. No, 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 guys. You guys are very,
0: very, this is very unique and really, really good. Well, Thank we you. have great Thank partners, you. but we are for sale. <laughs> um, anyway. Come on, Sean,
2: let's go load the Ford Explorer up. Meow. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: And once again, we're going to close out with uh, Larry's son, Jeff, who has his own band called Stranger Stranger, S-T-R-N-G-R. Uh, and believe it or not, they actually wrote a song in reference to the story you just heard. It's called Mech Force 10. Enjoy. Now
3: let me tell you all the story of Mech Force 10 Versus the guards from Ryerson Polytechnical. technical and- Thank um. i